Mic check. One, two, three, four, Mike five. Mic check. Mic check. Oh, what's up, Papa? What's going on? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number one of the Balderdash podcast. I'm, of course, here with my co-host, Uncle Legend. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Red Devil, since you didn't introduce yourself? I'm living a dream. <laughs> Having a grand old time. All right. So today is the official first episode. Woo! Big hypes, right? Um, we're going to be discussing some topics. A lot of today's topics are going to be on gaming, um, since that's close to everyone's heart. Um, our guest speaker today is going to be Colonel Gohard, the and Spice boy, do King. do I have some questions for Gohard. <laughs> the Spice King himself. Um, so he's going to be getting in here a little later. But in the, in the meantime... How was your week or day, I guess, huh? Day, yeah. Well, I mean, it's been what last Thursday since we uh, did this. On yeah. Screen? I mean, our first, our unofficial first episode. Um, pretty good. I mean, I did some streaming over the weekend. Um, one of the events I did was I'm starting to learn how to play Apex. So the lovely Uncle Legend here is teaching me how to play that, and I gotta say, I'm enjoying the hell out of the game. I don't know if it's the movement, if it's the shooting, if it's the, you know, the class abilities, but I'm really enjoying playing it. Could be that back-to-back -back dub that can normally do it sometimes. Could be that back-to-back -back dub. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, I did spend spend a little time on Warzone. Um, just, a, just a little bit. Ugh. It was, I wanted to play Verdansk before it's goodbye forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, with the new Caldera map coming in, uh on the eighth for vanguard users and the ninth for everyone else yeah. um so I, I spent a little time i only played solos by myself just to like remember how much i hate that map um and then i kind of immediately went to rebirth what <laughs> i don't know what it dude so like here's the thing right on on my on my channel a lot of the early content was all um uh it was all warzone that's all it was, right? I played Warzone a lot. I had a little bit of Apex mixed in, but I pretty much just played Warzone and Rebirth Island, and it was like, I don't know. Over the last, like, month, maybe month and a half, the game has just been stale. Like, there's no... There's nothing. Like, even when you catch a dub, it just doesn't feel rewarding, right? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just me, but, like, they... Hopefully, when the new map comes out, it re reignites the flame if you will but i don't know i i have not been enjoying warzone lately at all and i really i was playing solo so i didn't really enjoy my time there i'm sure with the team i probably would have had a little bit more fun doing it right but that that's also the thing like my channel was founded on warzone like that was i think the second thing i streamed the first thing i ever streamed i think was guild wars 2 oh okay I, from there it was like warzone i mean if you look back at my vods from a year ago, it was just Warzone, 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 Warzone. So I, I kind of got to pay a little homage to that because that's why I am where I am. I mean, I'm not a huge streamer, but I have a little bit of a following. You know, I got some people who come in and a lot of them expect that Warzone or Call of Duty game when they come here. Yeah, what's... um? So how long... How, how far back do you go for Call of Duty? Oh, I go... Uh, for Modern Warfare okay I don't, I don't go before that i never played the like non-multiplayer games 
Yeah, that's where I started. I think that's where a lot of people started at. So, you know, if you look back, if you look back at the Modern Warfare series, right, they were all great games. I mean, Modern Warfare 4 changed the landscape for first-person shooters as we see it today. I mean, they they instituted a lot of new things that hadn't been done before, and they worked really well. Um, that being said, Vanguard. Yeah. Um, it's been out for a little over a month now um yeah. coming up right on a month um we've both played it quite a bit you're prestige three i'm almost prestige three um what are what are your thoughts what do you think about the game like what i don't know do you think that it has the same call of duty spark as the old ones like was there anything innovative about the game that kind of caught you and and like you thought would be worth it in innovative no i don't i don't feel like vanguard really did anything that a previous call of duty hasn't i mean what would they add like champion hill yeah an original idea is it like the next you know is it the juice as some of the streamers in the community call it? <laughs> no, it's, it's not the juice i mean but for me when i first started playing vanguard i went back to them you know modern warfare 2 black ops 2 days where i found myself wanting to grind out them you know, attachments, wanting to grind the guns up, wanting to get gold, which I haven't felt that way with Cold War or Modern Warfare. Right. I grinded out Modern Warfare for guns for Warzone. Right. No, Cold War sucks, man. I, I, people, I think people put it too high up on their list. I think it's arguably one of, one of, if not the worst, um, Call of Duties to ever be released. The only thing I really enjoyed about Cold War was face-off. 3v3 on extremely small maps. I had a lot of fun with that game mode. That was fun. And the zombies, I, I feel good for, like, zombies players. Because the zombies content wasn't lacking up until just a few months ago when they stopped releasing content. Or not stopped releasing, but they hadn't released content in a while for it. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, the game was pretty shit. Yeah, other than that, I mean, the sound was shit. The... The running, the animation, the movement in that game was shit. Um, you know, like I said, with Vanguard, I don't feel that way. I feel like Vanguard's extremely solid. Now, the shotgun meta sucks ass. Oh, oh my god! Or it's me, Vash. It sucks ass. No, it sucks ass for him too. He's just a lovable guy, so he gets away with it. That's how that works. I mean, I'm I'm playing games with him, and I'm watching him just walk. He's not even sprinting to objective. He's just walking with the shotgun mowing everyone down and i'm trying to grind a goddamn camo on my automation and uh yeah it's you know it's a little depressing but you know i think it'll get fixed i really uh, do it will it's the same it's the same crap as the 725 when modern warfare 2019 came out uh the incoherent says infinite warfare is top poop tier agreed uh yeah i agree even though you know what's funny about infinite warfare is i played it a lot like, I have a lot of memories of playing the game, but at the same time, the game wasn't very memorable, so I forget that it exists. But I had, like, 200 and something hours. I had almost 10 days of time in that game. Yeah, for me, I I maybe had, like, 5 or 10 hours in it. My my Call of Duty stopped at Ghost. I hated Ghost, and then I picked it back up at Modern Warfare. You didn't even play Black Ops 4? No. But did you play Black Ops 3? 
did not play. Well, I, I played a little. I owned Black <laughs> Ops Four. I think I played like two or three multiplayer matches and a match or two of Blackout with Spades. Um, but other than that, I didn't really play them. Oh my God, we've got to get this man Black Ops Three because Black Ops Three is arguably one of the best Call of Duties in history. See, I feel like for me, you know, this is just personal. Everything's up to you, whoever's talking. But Black Ops Two was my shit. That was my favorite one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I personally prefer um, I prefer uh, Modern Warfare Two, maybe Three. They're kind of close together, um, to as as my favorite. But Black Ops Two was a lot of fun. Um, I was like Prestige Ten. I had everything diamond in Black Ops Two. Yeah, yeah, nah, Blops Two. But other than that, this week, um, I did I played some Forza. That's not something I found that Forza. I don't feel is the best to do on stream. No, because um, I'm constantly concentrating on the race. I don't really acknowledge chat as much as I like to. You know, I like to talk to chat. I like to keep interacting with them. That's that's why I'm doing this. And uh, so I kind of I don't have any plans of streaming that. But the game I did play on stream, which was yesterday, was Prop Night. Now, have you seen anything on that game? I was actually watching you play it with uh, It's Me Vash and Hannah Girl the Bot. It's, that was a great time. It's okay. So like that game and Dead by Daylight, both of them, for some reason they just don't pique my interest at all. Like okay. I I don't know what it is about them. I just don't enjoy them. Maybe maybe it's because I know I'd be shit at them and like there's just no way around it. But I don't know. I, they don't even like they don't even catch me. Okay. See, I never played Dead by Daylight, but I played Prop Night. And I don't think it's something that I would sit here right now, boot up, and play with a bunch of randoms. But if another two or three people are like, hey, let's play some prop night, I'm down. I'm game. Okay. So you did enjoy that then, playing it with them? Yeah, that, that was a blast. Like I said, I wouldn't do it on my own. But I think for this week, what I got in store is, with the new map in Warzone, obviously there's going to be quite a few Warzone streams this week. Yeah. And then... um. I got to finish up my Pokemon stuff and move on to the next series I want to do but that. But I do want to squeeze Apex in. That game has got me by the balls right now. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what I want to play. Like, that. that is that, that's <laughs> what I want to do. Um, so I've got a question from the Incoherent here. Um, he says, on that note, speaking about uh, Prop Night and Forza, um, how difficult is it to stream without friends to play with? <sighs> Depends on the game, man. For me, at least. Like, will, will I play Warzone solo? I mean, I have. I probably would, too. I'll play, like, randoms or whatever. But, um, like, Apex and especially Icarus, that I will probably never play them solo. But But that's, like, a personal day for me. I hate playing alone like i always want to be with someone yeah kind of the same for me if i was gonna if i was gonna stream something like warzone or apex or anything like that i'd probably want a crew i don't really have an issue streaming alone especially if it's pokemon now i know that's just me not you but when you're playing a more competitive game i feel like it's a lot easier to go live when you already have a crew you're running with yeah, like you have the squad set up, like 
I know that if I go live on Apex, I'm gonna have my boy Mystery right there, right? Yeah. And and me and him are gonna grind together, but yeah, it's um I think it's tough. I think it's a personality thing too. Um like I feel like it's a huge personality thing if you if you're gonna stream solo or, or with friends. Um yeah. and also well, me, a lot of it has to do with like your chat activity too, like um, the more active that people are in chat and, and the more opportunity you have to interact with chat and talk with them, that can sometimes be a huge deciding factor also because like when I'm playing with just my friends and, and chat gets super active, it gets um, it gets tough to inter- interact with both and it's kind of fun. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if I'm playing solo and I have a super active like um, chat box and people are just talking and we're talking back and forth and I'm getting to interact with everyone. It's it's a lot of fun and that's that's a lot easier than just like sitting there mindlessly playing a game and no one to talk to at, at all. Yeah, you kind of need you need one or the other. You either need your group of friends to talk to while you're playing, or you need chat. Like if you're streaming a single player game, you almost need chat to talk to while you're playing it. Oh yeah. Yeah, but for me, I mean, it's been, for the most part, relatively easy. I call Spades and say, hey, let's play this, and he jumps on. <laughs> I always have my duo, you know. It hasn't been too bad for me. But uh, other than that, that's been my week. So how has how's everything gone for you? Um, It's been pretty good. Uh, Full-time streaming, right? So mm-hmm. that's been my life for the past couple months. Um, It's been going well. My sleep schedule got all screwed up again. Um, so now I don't go to bed till like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. And then I sleep until like three or four at night. Um, living a dream over there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank God I can sleep during the day, man. I don't know what I would do. Um, but yeah, we got into, we got into a bunch of apex per use. Um, that that's been my game, man. I love, I've been loving apex. We've been grinding like ranked and stuff too. So like, that's been fun. Um, and then that the new game, who's it made by GameWorks? I think uh, made a game. The game's called Icarus, and that game's fun, dude. So like, it's it's you. First of all, you have to play it with someone else, and like, yeah. I I like you have to. There's no way to play it solo. It's playing it solo would suck, honestly. There hasn't been a survival game that I have played where I'm like, I want to do this by myself. <laughs> It doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, and it's cool, too, because, like, most survival games, right, it's just they drop you on, like, a planet, an island, an alien landscape, whatever, right? And then the whole goal is just survive. That's it. Yeah. Like, you just survive. Uh, Like, Minecraft kind of has that in-game beat the ender dragon, the whole nine. But for the most part, like, the, the goal of any survival game is just to survive. With Icarus, you have... You can play that mode. It's it's called um, Outpost, and you could play to just survive, right? Um, mm-hmm. And build your base and do whatever. No time limit. Or you can take um, contracts. They're prospect contracts, and you okay. go down onto the surface and you build up. You have to earn XP. You have to do all this stuff, and you have a day like an IRL day limit on the mission to complete it. And some of them are like scanning stuff, uh, collecting components, putting them together, and then scanning storms in certain areas, um, defeating bosses, hunting down prey, um, and all that stuff. And then 
the tech trees are crazy, man. So you have like, I don't know. There's so much content in that game. Like you have, you have your, um, basic tech tree, which has like, um, farming and hunting and doing all that stuff that you learn skills through. And then you have a full combat section for bows and stuff that you learn skills through on that. And then if you do play solo, you have a whole solo, uh, tech tree that you can learn that gives you buffs. It's crazy. So with it, with it having them two different modes where one's just a general jump in survival and one's a, you have a day on the planet. Is there more reward for doing the mode where you're just spending a day? Um, yeah, so you get you get rewarded like crafting points, uh, which you can then use to craft better exosuits. And um, so it's on an alien planet that you can't breathe, so you have to always have oxygen. And so the yeah. suits you wear like space suits, and the suits pretty much you can like get, um, you can upgrade and and stuff like that. You can upgrade all your tools. You can take. I mean, it's crazy. It's there's so much to it. It's insane. Um, also, say hello to KVZ because KVZ is in the house, baby. He's also in my chat. Love me some KVZ. Hell yeah, we do. Um, but yeah, other than that, the week went pretty good. Yesterday was my wife day. Yep. Um, so we played Apex on your yeah, wife day. Yep, that's what we did. Well, she uh, Sundays. Okay, Sundays have always been our long time. That's the only day for a few years that I would regularly had off. So they've always been like our day to relax with each other, watch TV. I came out, she was doing school. So I was like, all right. So I hopped on Apex with you and I got off Apex to go watch TV with her. And she's playing Minecraft with with a girlfriend of hers from work. And I was like, you bitch. But oh. I was like, come on. So then I went out and I watched Rick and Morty for a little bit on the couch, relaxing. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, she finally came out. We watched, dude, we watched the new, uh, we started watching the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's one thing since I've entered the whole Twitch community. My TV watching is almost zero. Mm-hmm. I, there's very few shows or anything or even movies to this day that I watch. I'm usually here like, who's live? Who am I watching? You know, what are they doing? What do I want to play? Yeah. Or, you know, with I have a few mod responsibilities and some um and some chats, so we you know certain people are alive. It's like, okay, well let me jump in here and make sure nothing's going on, nothing's too crazy. So yeah, no, there hasn't been much TV in my house, at least for me, in a while. Well, yeah, I'm not a huge um I'm not a huge t- uh movie person. Um, so I don't, I don't really like movies, but I'm a huge TV show person that has like a good story or whatever. And then also like one big difference is my full-time job is streaming and you, Mm -hmm. you work like a real man. So, um, um, so I have, you know, I have time to stream and, and, and support other people and then also watch TV, but. Um, yeah, the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is pretty good. It's fairly political, which is okay. I mean, it's a show about cops. What do you, yeah. I mean. Nowadays, that's tough to do. Yeah. And they're going around it, about it the right way, like the best way they can. But yeah, no, it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. It's uh, Hungry Fat Man says, wait, people watch TV, LOL. <laughs> he said, yo, new Fortnite is lit, bros. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite. I you will be soon if Spades gets all his points. 
Yeah, well, once Spades gets up his points, I'm fucked, and I gotta stream it. Um, <laughs> for anybody listening outside of Twitch here, I have a channel point redemption for 150k. Um, they can click it. I have to do a scheduled two-hour stream of Fortnite. Not looking forward to it. Luckily, a couple people in the community said if it happens, they'll help me. So, not the end of the world. Um, but yeah, that was my. Oh, that's been my week. I mean, um, yeah. Lots of late nights. Um, nothing nothing too spectacular. My life's pretty boring, honestly. Yeah, my life's not too exciting. Full-time job, two kids, and trying to create some content. I mean, that's pretty much my life. Sounds perfect. <laughs> um, it's Hungry Fat Man says, I'm not a fan of Fortnite, too. So you're not a fan of Fortnite, but you're saying it's good. I saw that you can swing around as Spider-Man. That'll that might get me to play any game, dude. I love web huh. slanging. Well, I'm in, it, it interests me because the game has been out for so long, and someone's not a fan of it, and they changed something enough where you weren't a fan of it, but now you're gonna jump in it. I'm interested to know what they changed. Oh, here we go. This is where Red <laughs> becomes a Fortnite no, kid. No, I got I got so much on my plate that I want to play that I, I don't have time for another BR. Especially with the new Warzone map coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, and I know. That, now, do you think with um, do you think Fortnite did this on purpose to try and compete with Warzone? No, no, I I don't think you know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that Warzone and Fortnite really compete. If you look okay. at the bat, if you look at the battle royales, um, and you and you look at the the dynamics, the the um. What am I trying to think? The the skill gaps in each of them, the the targeted audience, the everything, not to mention how successful Fortnite is. I I feel like the two don't really compete. Now, one okay. thing I am convinced about though is Call of Duty got scared of Halo. And so they released they pushed their date back because it was originally supposed to we uh release about a week before halo infinite launched and now it's releasing on the same day um which i don't know i know i know you're gonna play call of duty but i don't know which one i'm gonna play i'm gonna be completely honest because i want that halo campaign so bad yeah i i i can't say too much i played halo solo so my opinion of it is probably not accurate but to me it just it felt like back in the day and nothing really changed like yeah they didn't add anything they didn't take anything away it just felt like i was back in 2005 playing some halo a lot of that was intentional too because halo 4 and halo 5 really did a far they pushed the envelope too far they went far from the roots of halo a lot of fans hated it Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. Yeah, and so 343 kind of targeted Halo fans this time around, and they said, hey, we're going to bring you guys kind of back to roots. So you've got power weapons. You've got the extensive time to kill. Um, they did add sprinting. So one thing that I noticed, I went back and played the Master Chief Collection uh, probably three months ago or so, and I was playing some of the older Halos on multiplayer, and without a sprint button, dude, shooters are so slow. They are so slow. Like Halo 3, I remembered it being fun, fast-paced, competitive, and I played it, and it was dull and, like, slow. 
And so them adding a sprint mechanic chain, like that was absolutely needed. But I mean, outside of the sprint mechanic and some of the new um, abilities, like the drop shield and the grappling hook, um, most of it, I mean, yeah, a lot of it is from the past um, new maps though. Um, but yeah, I think it appeals a lot more to like hard, like diehard Halo fans like myself. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I seem to think it is. It's for them diehards who want to, go back to that time and play that game for me it was uh i've kind of been there done that type situation um now i do think they have promise i mean i might be a br whore but if they drop a battle royale i'm in oh my god like a halo br i think would be pretty cool yeah uh, we'll get into that in a minute <laughs> coming on over now we are going to get colonel gohard into the channel um go hard we are in the discord you just join the green room and i will get you into the podcast um colonel gohard is a streamer on twitch he also does content creation on tiktok you can follow his journeys throughout different games as well as his pepper growing i don't know mania if yeah. you will He's uh over nut. yeah over on twitch and tiktok we will be linking um all of his information to Twitter posts immediately following the podcast, as well as you can look it up at Colonel Gohard. Um, he's a really nice guy. We have known him for a while. Red has known him longer than I have. A little bit longer, yeah. I met him about a year ago. Yep, but he is uh, he's definitely worthy of being host number one on the podcast. If, he, if he'll get in here. <laughs> I think we're having some technical difficulties. Yep, Red, yep. Uh, sing a song or or sing me a lullaby, or lullaby or something. Sing you a lullaby. Yeah, I I am not good at being put on a spot to sing a song because I'm just gonna <laughs> go straight to fucking Eminem because that's all I know. Here he is. Welcome him now, Colonel Gohard, ladies and gentlemen. Gohard, what's up, Gohard? Gentlemen, mic work. Yes, it does. It sounds great. It does. How good do I sound? Yeah, uh, you sound amazing. How are you doing today, fella? I'm doing all right. I wanted to turn off TV before you guys end up hearing yourselves because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it, it sounds amazing. Your voices are really turning me on. Oh, here we go. Right away. Yeah, right um, off the bat. <laughs> I will say, listening to you on your cell phone last night compared to listening to you on this mic, it is a thousand times better. Okay, you know what? I'm fucking glad you said that because you understand how much shit I've gone through today to try and set things up, and I am still about to smash my head through a wall at this point. Just saying. <laughs> it comes with any new computer. Don't worry. It's not just you. Yep, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be like Liam Neeson, but I don't have that particular set of skills. <laughs> well, that's one thing. Um, our community is extremely helpful. So, of course, you know that if you ever need anything, just hit us up or just ghost into a uh, talk on DC. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, Can I just point out this whole Black Ops 3 thing? You are fucking wrong, Uncle Legend. Okay. I am the not wrong. Best call, the very best Call Shots of Duty fired. to date is the very first Modern Warfare that took everything from World War II to Modern Warfare. Wrong. And it still has the best movement. Wrong. 
Modern Warfare has the best movement? Bro, in Modern Warfare, you walked around like you had cinder blocks tied to your legs. It does not have the, the best movement in Call of Duty is probably Modern Warfare 2019. No chance. Yeah. See, but is, I didn't say I you have to engage in gun warfare and you couldn't just like dilly dally slide cancel Suki snake Superman jump up over top while no scoping people like that's some fucked up shit right there to me it sounds like you might just be bad at Call of Duty I don't know go hard um you're not wrong I I <laughs> didn't say wrong. I also didn't say that Black Ops 3 was the best Call of Duty I said it was one of the best arguably one of the best yeah I argue yeah, well you you can argue all you want I'm still right. <sighs> anyway, go hard. So welcome <laughs> in. Um, Hi, so basically Nick. what we want to do is kind of a interview type situation. But first, I'd like you to start by just telling me a little bit about yourself. What are your hobbies? What do you um, like to stream games you play? Stuff like that. Okay. Um, I'm a bot basically at every game. But I enjoy doing games. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I stream mostly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong, but I like to pretend I'm not wrong. I stream Warzone. I play Call of Duty. I've always played Call of Duty. I played competitively, actually, on the original Modern Warfare. And then I got old, and things happened, like old eyesight, you know? I, I feel your pain. Mm, exactly. And, uh, you know, arthritis and canes and little children who come up here. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you can't speak to me like that. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, no, but yeah, no, I breakdance for years. Before COVID, I was breakdancing a lot still uh, and work and whatnot. And then during COVID, I was stuck at home basically for a year because our company went under. And my friend Faith, who a lot of people know, she convinced me that maybe I should at least try streaming if I'm going to be gaming all day anyways. So we tried setting that up, which has been like, uh, well, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. It's a thing. It's it's a growing thing. It's happening. But um yeah, no. I mean really hobbies, fuck. Breakdancing, which most people don't understand. That's why I changed the name actually from B Boy to Colonel Gohard. It's because everyone didn't understand what the fuck a B Boy was and it's kind of insulting really. So I switched over to Colonel Gohard. Yeah. But uh that and peppers really you guys all know my fascination with peppers. Oh the peppers. This man and his peppers. The peppers. Peppers get absolutely insane. I will say this though: if you ever, if you ever tune in to want to go hard stream and you see him, him saying that he is into breakdancing will become no surprise at all. Like if you just <laughs> saw him, he looks like you would find him under a graffiti-covered bridge, surrounded by a bunch of other people with a boombox, just trying to break it down. When Santa yeah. squeezes his fat white yeah, ass down that chimney night, I used to he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. I was part of Four Element Crew, went on tour with a bunch of people like Rascal, Chocolate, Cardinal Official, the game, stuff like that. So I did my time. I'm just, I'm fat now. I got like 20, 30 ish pounds I got dropped because of COVID. I think all of us kind of threw on some weight during COVID. Yeah. And that being said, I am going to do a redemption at some point. I don't know how many points. But something, and I'll do. I'll, I want to. I want to start breakdancing again. So I'll do something in my living room for it or whatever. There I, you go. I think so. I think so. I just got to get these like old man joints so we don't, you know, break and end up in a pile of crack <laughs> mess. All right. Cool. Cool. So, I do not know had a couple of questions I wanted to ask you, 
And we're going to lead the question off with um, what's gonna, probably going to be my staple question. Are you a grower or a shower? Oh, my God. Hmm. That's, that's tricky. I I definitely would say grower. How grower? how can that be tricky? You should know the okay. answer. <laughs> there are I mean, reasons it's tricky. I'm not sure you want me to go into depth for it, but <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I would say I would say grower. But but we're not but. coming from nothing to something. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Here first. Yeah. First packing. I've got uh, the me, sound I've alerts measured. are working on my stream, and I don't want them to. The stream elements? No, the sound alerts, but... Oh, uh, okay. Well, it, first episode, man. I don't, no worries. Yeah. Did someone Titanic you? Because I totally would have titanic you. <laughs> uh, I got the I got the vacationers, uh, jolly bunch of assholes sound effect. Nice. But that's okay. Um, oh good. Yeah, back to back to the matter at hand here. Uh, are we doing a podcast? Is that what we're, is that what we're doing? I believe so. Are we are we still podcast? Okay. Um, I have no idea. You don't know either. Go hard. Go hard. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, I had I had a running agreement with Go Hard that I didn't think. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't think that you would actually um pull like do your part of it. I'm going to be completely real with you. And, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And and that's that I told him that if he sent me a pepper, I would infuse it into a bottle of vodka, and there would be a sub goal for the end of that month. At the very if we hit the sub goal at the end of that month, I would get drunk off that bottle of vodka only. Well, now, you said you're gonna get drunk, not just take a shot. You're fucking crazy, bro. That's okay. And and now, see, well, I when I said that. Right when I said that, I didn't think that you would actually send the pepper. And now, um, there's a Brazilian ghost pepper. Uh, two actually. Two right, Brazilian right. ghost peppers, headed to my house eventually. And a reaper. And a reaper. And a ghost. That are going to be put into the a bottle of vodka, and and go hard. I want you to tell me what you think's gonna happen because um, I didn't. I, I didn't think you'd actually for anybody who doesn't know, Gohard grows a shit ton of peppers and they're all spicy. Um and I'm pretty sure that if the devil came to the planet and he wanted to try the hottest thing, he would first try Gohard and then one of his peppers, I think, is what would happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh Yeah, no, maybe. It's because I can't get a hold of the seas. The jerk won't fucking sell them. But oh my god, I do have some hybrids that push the limits. I think. Uh, that being said, though, okay. So you want to know what I'm going to think is going to happen? I don't think it's going to be a good time. You better hope you don't puke. That's really the goal. So it's hmm. See, I haven't even had vodka infused. Now, if you're using a smooth vodka, then at least you don't have that bite. But I mean, if oh, I mean they're hot, dude. I know they're hot, man. Like that's yeah, the thing. There's definitely gonna be some asshole burning, is my guess. Oh. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think there'll be as much actually with the um, cause it's vodka, right? Yeah. So the way you metabolize it, I think it's gonna be more like pissing out battery acid. To be fair. Oh. I mean. Legend. Yeah. 
You no way too shot. hard on this one. Bro, okay, and here's the thing too. I'm gonna level with you guys. I take this uh I, I take this medication for my headaches. Um it's just an all natural like like thing. I'm not that type of person, but this was suggested by the neurologist. And it's a bunch of herbs and there's some there's some root in there. I think it's a I think it's yarrow root. Turns your pee like like battery acid yellow or green. Right? So like you I swear to god my pee could grow in the dark it, or glow in the dark if you saw it and now it's just going to feel the way it looks that's awesome i love that so much yay and the reason why i say that is cuz like like i mean i overindulge regularly sadly i probably shouldn't but i do and so yes if you have enough of it i mean obviously i have a tolerance but if you have enough of it then sure the next day when you're shitting out it can be a little uncomfortable whatever but it's not that bad the times though that i have really super like when i try the hottest stuff that i made like the fermented stuff that i had recently if i have too much of that then definitely the next day when i pee i'm like oh yeah yeah i remember i ate that yesterday uh, and, and i'm aware so if i'm thinking if it's infused in the vodka which is an alcoholic drink and it gets metabolized and it's in your fast when you break that down you don't have food you're breaking it down with so it's just gonna come out when you take a piss i think it's gonna I'm, feel i'm eating so much bread before i do that i'm gonna be honest with you i want it to all get absorbed and i want to shit it out i'd rather do that than pee it out because there's no way i'm having a screaming piss yeah no it depends. You say you're going to get drunk off. It depends how fast you get drunk, I think. And it depends how much... Because I've never seen... Like, I do know some people use dry peppers. But a lot of people use fresh peppers when they do it. It's much better. you got more oils, so they get into the vodka better. The dry pepper should be fine, I think. It'll still be the same thing. But it depends, really, like, your concentration of capsaicin in that bottle. How big the bottle is. How much you drink. So that's going to depend, too. God, I'm going to have to do so much research on this to make sure that I do the perfect, the perfect thing, right? Fuck, like, no, 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 just shove it in there, bro. That's what she so said. That's what she said. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Let's move on. All right. Let's, let's do this. Um You you went over that. You went over that. Sorry, I'm reading my notes, dude. Okay, this is episode Holy one. You think I'm going to be a notes. professional go hard? I fucking do, full-time streamer. It's going to at least episode two. Don't right, I'm just patronize me. Um, I'll, I'll take it. Um, so Yeah, you will. Yeah, take it. I will. I'm very good at it. Your inspirations for streaming. So you said about how Face said, well, if you're going to be playing video games all all day why don't you stream is there anything else that kind of drove you to you know start streaming on twitch mm, that's actually a good question okay so faith is basically my sister-in-law so when she said i was like okay whatever and she's like no you could do it we could, i can help you out i'll figure it out and i was like oh okay sure whatever maybe it could be kind of cool i'm doing it anyways whatever and then i was watching josh barracks i don't know i think he's one of the first streams i started watching okay and it's just like his energy and i kind of vibe with that i'm kind of i'm a bit of a goofball and i'm kind of extroverted but i'm not and then i'm also like you know fuck people fuck real life people fuck going outside and all the rest <laughs> of it so that kind of led me to being like okay 
you know, I can meet people on here. Other people who aren't, this is my big thing actually, is stereotypical judgments. Everyone outside, especially in construction, is like, yeah, I want my tools, I want my big truck, and I want to work all the hours I can. And I'm like, yeah, no, fuck that. I want to go home, show my family. I want to play video games. I don't give a fuck. I don't feel embarrassed about that. I enjoy it. Yeah. And so finding other people who are into that as well was kind of a an enjoying thing. I noticed with Josh's community and then Vash's community, which I went to through Josh and then 40s community and your community as well. Like as I went through his communities, I actually started meeting people and making friends, which I didn't realize when I started. But as I started doing it, I realized it was actually the most important. It's why I stream now anyways. Okay. Um, and the beginning wasn't what I started for, but it's why I stream now. And that's because, like, when I stopped breakdancing, I lost my community. Like, I've been breakdancing since I was 16. I've been involved in the hip-hop industry since I was 16. And I lost my community. I lost my crew. You know, we've all grown up. We've had kids. We've gotten married. We've had to, you know spend more time at home we don't go to the studio we don't drink after the studio and do stupid things like you know steal each other's fucking pants run off throw them in the snow and shove you outside and lock the door of the studio you know shit like that <laughs> yeah that's no that's totally that. normal people do that on a daily basis yep happens to me every day yeah like every day dude i walk into a walmart somebody steals my pants and throws me in a snowdrift. yeah exactly see what i mean and that shit doesn't happen much anymore i bet right so um you, you lost yeah your dude covid you definitely took that away yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you don't want to go to a new Walmart and rebuild a new community. So what did you do? You went on Twitch, became a full-time streamer. Same thing. Um, okay. So <laughs> I, for now, you, it was more or less once once you got started, it was what you were gaining when you started is what kept you going. Yeah, my inspiration was to do it for fun because okay. I'm doing it anyways. And then I realized I wanted to keep doing it because – it's a social thing. Like the, I feel stronger connections with friends that I built here than the fucking jackasses outside at work fucking talking about next tool they're fucking buying. Gotcha. That's that's so, fair. Yeah. So so with that, one thing I've kind of noticed is when everybody's on their path to affiliate, you know, you need them three concurrent viewers, all the follows, all the streams. Um, how was your path to affiliate, and did you have a fall off after? Mm, that's actually really good okay so my path to affiliate was actually pretty slick i was really really lucky um mostly because faith you spades actually spades especially so i don't know if spades is even in there but spades really fucking he was in like every day every stream mm -hmm. taught me so much um and josh barracks like really pushed it and bash pushed and so i was really really lucky um the networking just happened easily and quickly okay. uh as for that, though, um, did I get fall off after? Yeah, pretty quick, I think. It okay. wasn't actually, I wouldn't even say pretty quick. Like, it was a bit of a fall off. And then the fall off, because my time as I started getting established on what my schedule would be, kind of unfortunately conflicts a little bit with the communities that I had become involved with. And then the fall off definitely happened, because obviously you can't support everyone at the same time. And, you know, we're all from the same communities. So it gets tricky bouncing around. But. Yeah, there's definitely a fall off. I just think that's when you got to grind harder, right? Well, yeah, uh, the the fall off. I, I think it's a huge problem in in the in the Twitch world is everybody wants to grind someone to affiliate, right? And that's like what I try to tell new streamers is I'm like, you're gonna get a lot of people who want to help you hit affiliate, right? And then yep. you're gonna hit affiliate, and your views is gonna go from a three four average down to a two, and then you've got a you've got a 
spike that baby back up. You got to start, you got to start doing your own work. You know, you got to start promoting your stream. You got to start making content. You got to start busting it out. It's not like getting to affiliate is, is easy compared to actually maintaining and, and having a community and go hard. Would you say that you kind of agree with that? And that's something that you've kind of struggled with yourself, or would you say that, you know, it's kind of just depends on the person. I don't know. Would, do you have a different, do you have a different view on that? No, I think you're right. I think that is the case, but the grind to affiliate, like as long as people are helping educate you as well as driving you to affiliate, I think it's important. Like you say, like you tell people like, Hey, you know, expect that this is going to happen. That's important that people know that because you want to grind and help people get to affiliate because when you hit that affiliate point, you don't have to, that's not a stress you have to consider anymore. You can stream for eight hours straight on your favorite video game that you've ever played and only have one view and it don't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you're still an affiliate. You're not losing that. Yeah. But during that period, if no one explains it to you, it could be a bit of a shock to drop off after. Someone should tell you, hey, this'll, this is what will happen after. So now that you're on your road to a feeling, we're going to help you get there. Start looking at what you can do to grind that out. Because if you can be consistent and you can be on social media, um, TikTok, YouTube, being as consistent as possible, then you can drive and hopefully pick those numbers up and keep those numbers afterwards. And I've seen it with some people. And it yeah. kind of did work for me. I was on like a five to seven people average until I got sick. And that's when it really kind of went downhill. I was like, got sick for, I don't know, it must have been a month, month and a half where I got really, really sick. And I had to step away. And then I came back and struggling to get consistent on TikTok again, struggling to get consistent with other things. Well, everyone's kind of dispersed back to the communities. You don't have that drive for affiliate to pull them back again. So you need someone to educate and be like, hey, while people are driving you here, this is your opportunity. Get consistent. Get on your socials. Like push, 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 push. Grind as hard as you can. And then that'll help you kind of clutch some of those people after who will want to stick around because you're being consistent. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good – I think that's a really good view on it, honestly. Um, I know for me, like my path to affiliate felt like uh, Bash was holding this hand. Forty was holding this hand. I was a newborn baby. They were walking me down, but then, understandably, when I hit affiliate, their job was done. Now it's time for me to put my own work into my own content. So yeah, I, me personally, I definitely noticed a fall off. I mean, I got my regulars, of course. I got my OGs who are almost always here, but there was certainly a fall off after that. You know, gift a sub shows up or subscribe shows up in your corner. You know, you start to lose them people who are there to help you get there and then they're like okay he's there you know let him spread his wings and fly yeah yeah and i think that's a big thing too is is um smaller streamers especially when they're first getting into it like when they're when they're starting to stream right like it's your first stream you don't know what's going on right but you want to get into it one thing that i don't think is really recognized or realized is that yes like my job uh, now granted neither of us in here have huge communities but we have awesome communities and so my sure. job is to get my community to help you get to the point to where you can start financially monetizing your stream and then from there forward it's your job to put out content and get your own community and start building it yourself and so like i'm gonna push you and if i like you i'll come to your stream you know i'll do all this stuff but i'm gonna push you as far as i can 
with my help and shout outs and everything. But then once you hit that point, it's all on you and it's your content and it's going to be what you do. And of course, like there's going to be advice. There's going to be questions. There's going to be all of that stuff. And that's something that I think any of the communities inside of this community are really good at doing is that if you have a question, you can always ask it. But for the most part, like that's, that's, that's on you, man. You know? Yeah, I think that's kind of the big thing is like making sure people are aware of that. If you are going to help drive someone to affiliate, let them know mm-hmm. and help them every way. Because, I mean, we all – that's the thing I like about community. Everyone wants to help everyone, and that's great. Um, but some of that help has to be like in education. And then also people need to understand that what – like I came in late even, and I've been doing this now I guess for, I don't know, six months apparently. I don't know. It seems crazy. But it's – saturated as hell oh yeah and it's not just warzone like i picked the most saturated game to be streaming and that's crazy enough but it's like the streaming demographic itself is completely saturated because with covid everybody was going out getting the stream (laughs) setups doing it from home and i mean you go into any store walmart everywhere else they'll have little streamer setups you know low budget gaming chairs and a table and the arm and everything like buy your whole setup for get yourself started and it's everywhere because everyone started realizing, hey, I can get in on this. And so it went from people who have an entertainment value making something out of something they love to everybody's on it. And now you have to kind of filter through that fuzz to find people who are going to be attracted to you. And you have to find a way to get those people to notice you if you are truly an entertaining person. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. good. Thing. And being an entertaining, like, just because you're good at a video game doesn't mean you're going to be good at streaming. Like you have to be entertaining. You have to hold the views. You have to interact with your community, everything like that. And so, bro, bro, I literally watched the dude who's like clapped me before. And this guy is freaking like he slaps in Warzone. and no lie. I was in his stream for 45 minutes before he even acknowledged when I was like, Oh yo man, that was really good. I tried to like engage with him a little bit. Cause he seems like a really good player and everything. And he's got his camera set up. He didn't say a word for 45 minutes. And then I was like literally clicking leave. And he's like, oh, yo, go hard. Thanks. <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, yo, man, like I can watch Joe Woe, who I do watch because he's amazing. NRG. Uh, Iceman Isaac. like, And these guys are entertaining and insanely amazing players. Oh, My yeah. friend Obiz is like top tier player. Um, and he's like super engaging why would i watch you just because you're good at the game like whatever yeah Yeah. um Um, i have one more question uncle i don't know how many you have jotted down but i only have one left for go hard well well then then ask the question all right so we're in we're in december it's the end of the year i'm glad you can tell the months yeah, my computer tells me. It's not like <laughs> oh, oh, fair. Never mind. I take it back. Um, what is your game of the year? Oh. Me. Oh. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to be such a fucking sellout for this. Oh, my God. It's what you enjoyed the most. Okay, so I really enjoyed doing Jurassic World and everything like that because it's been fun doing some single-player shit. Okay. But no lie, like, 
Warzone is still my game of the year. And oh, map my God. It's going to make it my game of the year. And I fucking <laughs> still, I step away from a day and a half and I come back and I start slide canceling my little butt around. And it's just joy. Like Christmas morning joy when you get that first kill with an OTS in their face and you're like, bitch, stay down. It's all of a sudden it's all up in happy days again. So, my yeah, God. Would, would Warzone have been your game of the year last year as well? Last year, last no. year, actually, no, okay, no, I don't think really. So. I'm just um, making sure I you're not fangirling. No, so I didn't join Warzone till like season four of Warzone, and Samuel taught me how to play Warzone, and I've been like trying to increase my level and get better and better at it. But uh, last year before Warzone, I was like, oh yeah, Warzone's kind of a fun thing, but whatever. Before Warzone last year, I was playing things like um. I'd say Horizon. Horizon was badass. That game is incredible. Or Ark. Ark has a special place for me, but it's also an addiction that I can't go back to, like crack, cocaine, heroin, and I death. Completely understand. <laughs> I, I have that same addiction to Ark. So. I played I official servers. Reinstalled. Yeah, I played official servers, and I played in Mega Tribes, and I fucking ran people's servers, and it's just it's not good it is the most unhealthy game in the world anyone who fucking tries to tell me different is a psychopath <laughs> i'll say that you know that's funny because for me it's the opposite yesterday or last year not yesterday last year warzone was definitely game of the year for me i i put so much time and and energy into warzone and i think that's because i played it day one and it was the first year it was out so it was it was a lot of fun but it would not be my game of the year this year. What about you, Red? Are you going to say Apex? Me? Yeah. I'm not going to say Apex because I've only played a little bit. So you would say Apex, Uncle Legend? No. No, I would. I don't know. What's you yours? I have no idea. No, I don't. I... What's yours? I game of the year. That, that's tough for me because honestly, it's so easy to say Pokemon. But because it came out so late, also not so easy to play say pokemon so if it was a game i spent a lot of time in i mean at the end of the day it's tough to say but i probably spent the most time in vanguard this year like i didn't do a lot of gaming throughout the summer because i took a hiatus and then also the beginning of the year was just warzone for the most part so i'd probably have to say vanguard you know what you wouldn't be wrong ivory vanguard's been a lot of fun like it's really been like return to the fun days of call of duty game that's how i feel about it yeah yeah i don't know what here's my problem with these battle royales that have been out for years i feel like this has been the worst year for all three right this has been the most hackers per capita in warzone apex had their last season was shit and then Fortnite has had two crappy seasons in a row. So, like, I feel like from a Battle Royale standpoint, this is a bad year for BRs. Um, season 11 for... And a lot of them came in late, too, because, like, the new season for Fortnite, right? If that's as good as everyone says it is, then they release that in December. The new map for Warzone is going to revitalize it, so that's going to be released in December. And then the new season for Apex just launched back in uh, early November, Late October, right? Well, so, so, like, we got Iron Trials in Warzone during this year, and let's face it, Iron Trials is what Warzone should have been. 
Warren Charles was fantastic. Even the playing field again, I reckon. No, I, I haven't even spent a minute in it. I, I don't like I don't like Iron Trials. Um, and it's for the sole fact that I just don't think that the game is built to be played that way. That's just me hmm. personally. I loved Iron Trials. I felt like it opened that skill gap up again. You couldn't have Tiny Tim get the meta Krig with zero recoil shooting you across the map like you had to earn that shit to get there and you had to have gunplay with floor loot weapons and the floor loot weapons were decent that even if someone got the loadout you could still compete with them with a floor loot weapon like i was clapping people on there whereas on the regular mode you know someone would get their loadout right off the rip because they found enough money and then you get crigged every five seconds just by someone who's like on top of superstore or half the map away because the Craig back then was like really bad, right? Yeah. yeah the, the Iron the Trials Craig meta was pretty rough. DMR meta yeah. is by far the worst, and you can't change my mind. I didn't even no, play no, no. Warzone. You're right. I didn't <laughs> even yeah. play Warzone during the DMR meta. I'm gonna be I'm gonna level with everyone. I think I played for a grand total of like four hours during the DMR meta, and I played any other game but Warzone because that game it, it was so bad. I went 1.2 KD to 0.93 because of the DMR matter. So oh, no, that ouch. game that was trash. <laughs> Oof. Um, so actually, that's kind of a good transition into kind of out of the interview style and more into you know kind of us just talking, catching up on some news and stuff. Um, Uncle has suggested we talk about thoughts on battle royales kind of changing video games. You know the landscape. Of how it is i mean it used to be you know you had your multiplayers you come home you jump in a game play a couple of games versus battle royales now where you know it could be a half hour long game you're jumping into not just a 10 minute so uncle do you want to kind of talk a little bit more on that and what your feelings towards it i th i feel like the be the the battle royale games like they they changed the way that content creators create content right battle royale games are really easy and and really easy for content creators to not only get content out of but also like just be able to play and interact with chat because you're not always in a gunfight but when you are in a gunfight it's such high stakes that it makes it fun right so you're yeah. you're able to make these clips you're able to engage with chat crazy things happen because you got vehicles you got trick shots you've got weird glitches and everything but from a casual from a from a casual gamer standpoint right i i feel like the the battle royale games aren't it right i i, for, I the, for the casual market for no, for the casual market because okay. because here's the thing for a lot of people will well most people when you're looking into a game or you're looking at something you're going to look to content creators right and and one of my big problems with the battle royale meta that's what we'll call it the battle royale meta is is that content creators especially smaller channels who have grown off of battle royales abuse their power if you will and they'll try to say things like halo infinite isn't going to make it without a battle royale wrong false first of all that game wasn't made for you that game was made for diehard halo fans and all 343 industries and microsoft needs is they just need those people who have been waiting for this game their entire lives to have that game right because yeah. because like people like me right i played halo halo combat evolved all the way up to halo reach loved it right all the way through 
uh, Halo 4 didn't have a great time, but it was okay because I also played Call of Duty, and that was the most Call of Duty-esque Halo that was in there. And then you had Halo 5, which was just way over the top, and for me, not fun because it wasn't Halo to me. If I wanted to play a game like that, I'd rather go play Battlefield or Call of Duty. Halo had its own niche, and for me, it hit that niche, and so with Halo Infinite coming out, that's who it's aimed at, right? But you have content creators trying to pressure people into asking for a battle royale that really the the world doesn't need. We don't need a Halo battle royale. We have Warzone. We have um, we have Fortnite. We have Apex. And then on top of that, we have Battlefield 2042's Hazard Zone style game, right? So we have the market's already saturated. You don't need a Halo battle royale. Do I think that it would be fun? Oh hell yeah. That was gonna be my question. Did you think it would be fun now? I think fun it'd be play, fun stream. Yeah, I think it'd be a blast, but I feel like it could lead down a path that we don't want to go down, and that's the Call of Duty path to where their multiplayer suffers and their zombies content suffers because their battle royale makes them so much fucking money mm-hmm. that they just they just dump everything into the BR. Like the Modern Warfare 2019 multiplayer got hardly any good updates once Warzone released. Yeah, like I, I, I think, it, yeah, I think it got one right, but before, like pre-Warzone, Modern Warfare 2019's multiplayer was phenomenal, right? Black Ops 4 went the same way with Blackout because everybody played Blackout, so you got a shit ton of Blackout content, and Battle Black Ops 4's multiplayer pretty much remained stagnant after the first two months and i'm afraid that if halo announces that they're going to do a battle royale they're going to have to do the same thing and it's going to end up impacting the core mechanics of the game and what makes the game fun now for people who actually enjoy halo and it'll end up ruining it and i feel like that's where a lot of games end up going so from a content creation standpoint battle royales are really nice thing they're awesome for content creators like myself but for for the casual gamer, for diehard fans of a certain franchise, I feel like there's a lot to be desired, and it ends up taking away resources that could be used to make the franchise better. Okay. So if you could go back in time and stop PUBG and Fortnite from happening, do you think it would be better for the game, current game market? No. Okay. No, because Battle Royales are great. Um, we'll call them the gateway drug of gaming. um because you get a lot of these younger kids right like like let's say like eight nine ten years old they want to play fortnite because fortnite's cool fortnite's popular and everything so they get into fortnite and then they start to discover other aspects of gaming other ways for it to go and could that happen without fortnite yes but the sheer popularity of fortnite and and what it brought and and the the amount of people it brought into gaming i think is is um worthy of it screwing up a few other things along the way and and i hate fortnite i'm gonna be i'm gonna level with everyone i hate fortnite but i have mad respect for what it did for the gaming community because oh it accomplished a lot for sure yeah and yeah you have the toxic side of fortnite but it also brought in a really wholesome side that like you know of funny clips and and like just comedy style of it i mean you can look at look at 40 uh 40 ounce bounce for example i mean he he got really popular off of Fortnite, and most of his clips are just him fucking around trying to hit you know trick shots or yeah yeah and so you you know you got both sides of it and it's huge but i think that like even though i hate the game itself what it did for gaming it is really great go hard what do you think 
I was gonna say the way I see it is like people need to stop trying to blur the lines. Like Call of Duty was a mo- was a multiplayer game before, right? Like we all played the multiplayer. We all grew up playing multiplayer. We loved it. We're older. Fortnite came out, introduced the whole battle royale aspect, which our younger generations were like, "Oh shit, this is better." And some of us who are a bit older were like, "Oh, that's an even cool new way." But like, like what you say about Halo, I I hundred percent agree. I don't think they ever need to go the route. For battle royale i don't think battlefield needs to go the route for battle royale they're just we have call of duty call of duty went the battle royale route it was kind of iffy with um what was that last one called black whatever blackout blackout yeah blackout was kind of iffy i mean it was a cool idea but it was whatever what warzone just hit the nail on the head they made it work and that's cool battlefield 2042 whatever came out and it's got all its other bugs and stuff but it doesn't need to have a battle royale because it's an open world different style of shooting game they took their multiplayer aspect to a larger open map with vehicles and rest and you play it for that halo if they were going to do anything just ha- goes i think more in the direction of a uh, larger more open world-ish maps but you don't need a bar- battle royale that's the separate things right yeah the, people i think is too ca- too caught up in this whole idea of like well, one shooter made it in Battle Royale, everything must go Battle Royale. And they forget that, like, well, no, like, we still got a lot of people who play multiplayer in Call of Duty because that's what they play it for. You have a lot of Warzone players, you got your multiplayer players, you've got your Battlefield players, and you've got your Halo players. Like, these are all separate entities completely. I would play Battlefield to play the larger map on my vehicles and play Conquest. That's my deal with Battlefield. I don't want to play a Battle Royale at all on battlefield i want to play conquest and multiplayer call of duty i've grown to like warzone and so now i don't really play multiplayer call of duty at all i just play warzone i enjoy (laughs) the challenge more but i feel like that's a special niche fortnite i wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole i i went on there for 15 minutes and watched some kid flip up a mansion in front of my face and i was like nah fuck it and uh that was it like i couldn't keep up to it apex it's the same sort of niche as warzone except for it appeals to the different audience who aren't into the call of duty gameplay they're more into something brighter colorful maybe a bit more detailed maps whatever and that's good for them i i couldn't really get into it halo completely different again halo is known for its multiplayer and competitive multiplayer yeah and Mm -hmm. why would you change that if if you're going to change it maybe have some cooler design multi-level maps or something right or it's like vanguard trying to add the dem- the demolishable um areas or walls and the fucking door things and stuff like that i don't know about anyone else but nine percent of that thing i think i think it's trash i i don't sit there picking away little pieces so i can peek through or anything like that i fucking full tax sprint through it to make it shatter around me and get the drop on someone like that's literally all i do <laughs> I do not give a fuck that there is a piece of wood that I can chip away at while some little Timmy runs across the map underneath, comes up behind, and kills me and teabags my corpse. Like So zero tactical out of go hard. It's just all balls to the wall. Yeah. yeah go, it's about drive. Home, it's baby. about power. We stay hungry. We devour. <laughs> yeah, man. The Rock's Canadian, too, you know. Dude, uh, you know, one thing that you just said made... I'm going to blow everybody's mind, right? This, this clip of this podcast is about to go viral, and I'm going to tell you guys why. Because you want to know, I changed my mind on the Halo Battle Royale. It would suck, and it would be boring. And you want to know why? Because of Apex. 
take apex remove the movement remove the special abilities there's your there's your halo battle royale there it is Uh, because because it's got the time to kill it's got the the recoil control it's got that you got to stay you know in in engagements and everything but pretty much just take the movement out of apex and take all of the character's special abilities and there you go there's your halo battle royale that's a boring ass game that's a battlefield take battlefield put it in a battle royale what do you have call of duty yeah like that's that's literally that's that's not fun no one's going to enjoy that so just let halo fans enjoy their game and why don't you go back to playing your battle royale and leave the rest of us alone because yeah fuck off back to fortnite already (laughs) (laughs) that's that's my opinion on it yeah you you probably just changed my mind on a halo br like i I do think it will be fun just just because i feel like Halo is just, it's a rehashed old game. It doesn't really have much to offer me other than hop in for some mindless fun once in a while. But you're right. I mean, after playing Apex, I feel like Apex is kind of a, a merger of Overwatch and like Call of Duty BR. They kind of merged it where you get the classes, you get better movement and everything. So yeah, I think you probably changed your mind on a Halo BR. Here's a question though. Like I haven't played Halo, right? Because I've played PlayStation since fucking well, since I rode my dinosaur down a store to get one. But right with Halo, right? Like I I used to watch my friend play it back in the day on Halo One or whatever. Do they have larger like large ass conquest style game mode? Because if not, that would be dope. I think on Halo, like with you, the vehicles they have doing a conquest mode. Like Battlefield has their conquest mode. Doing that for Halo might match and be fun and competitive. But um, then, yeah, you, I don't know. You have a uh, you have big team battle, which is sixteen on sixteen, um, on larger scale maps. Almost all of its objective based. There's a like you'll rarely get into a TDM big team battle match that people enjoy. So almost everyone tries to play um, objective only, but. No, it does. It works really well. Like it, you've got the power weapons, you've got um you've got you've got uh like playing to more tactical so that you don't you lose gunfights, you've got to maintain your health. Like there's a lot of good elements that work well in large-scale battles in Halo. Just they don't transfer to a battle royale at all. And I think people are taking are are looking at nostalgia over um over implementation, right? So like people are just not willing to like accept that it's just a new niche. They want to blur the line, be like every shooter must go this direction instead of being like, no, something new was created, something new emerged. It now stands alone in its own space. So yeah. now you have battle royale space, you have multiplayer competitive space, and you have fucking I don't know whatever like other shit is there's no need for it although what there is a need for and if no one fucking played it is resistance resistance needs to come back be playstation exclusive because fuck every other console and then that (laughs) needs to have its own big multiplayer that has to come back though because that's one of the greatest first person shooters ever i hate any exclusive i think the game market should be open for everybody to play i think they should not lock a game behind you buying a certain console Especially when I you agree, can't get the console but... and the consoles are five hundred dollars. <laughs> I yeah, agree, exactly. but I really like PlayStation exclusives because I have a PlayStation. So you know, PlayStation okay. Five hit me up, Mama. <laughs> Go hard. I will say this. Um, I think that it's been a blast having you on. Well, that's where I get kicked out, isn't it? Uh, you're not getting kicked out. I'm pretty sure I'm being kicked out. No, we agreed. We agreed beforehand. 
on a time limit on the podcast, and we're reaching that time limit. Sounds like I'm getting kicked out. I'm going to kick you out. You're getting kicked, <laughs> getting kicked out. out. You you nope. can go. You know what? You, you can find your shit in the box on the left. You can take it, and you can go out the door. All right? All right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you always have hard. I, we loved having you on. It was great having you. I appreciate you uh, taking the time and being our first ever guest on this fucking project that we're working on. Yeah, it can only go up from here now, can it? So, oh, yeah. Exactly. And that bar real fucking low. Yeah, we got you out of the way. We're good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. No, but uh, for real, for anybody listening at home, uh, when we post this or for anybody in our chats, if you want to know how to find Gohard, how to find his stream, how to find his content, um, we are going to tag him in Twitter, uh, in a Twitter post, and we're also going to post his socials in that same Twitter post. So um, go ahead and follow both Red and myself on Twitter at reddevil321 and uncle legend with a three in the e uh or with a three in the e with l3 g e n d <laughs> since i can't even spell my own name um and yeah go hard it has been a lot of fun i appreciate you being here for real dude yeah i appreciate you guys it, it was a lot of fun i enjoy this format and i'm pretty sure you guys will have a lot of good episodes so i'll, I'll be watching man i'll be around oh hey appreciate i appreciate you. that thank you sir all right all so, right go over a little news here before we call it or yeah no let's uh so uh this is gonna be i think we're gonna stick with this format so i'm just gonna say this um at the end of the podcast we're gonna go over the any new and upcoming news uh really quickly and um in the gaming community, in the gaming world, anything that, that we deem necessary to put at the end of our podcast. And then also we're going to be taking, right after we're done with the news, we're going to take uh, questions and and interact with the with the community a little bit more. We're going to go back to kind of how the first episode went for, for a little while. And we are going to try and keep every episode under two hours. Ho- hopefully. <clears throat> so with that being said, you first, Daddy. You had the first one, okay. I think. Yeah, so one of the articles I read was about Activision Studio let go of uh, 12 Call of Duty QA testers. Now, do you think this is because everything is kind of switching over to Vanguard, which is that Sledgehammer? Uh, yes. So is you think it's because of that, or, you know, what do you think happened there? Um, I think that, I think that a lot of it probably just has to do with uh, prioritizing what they're going to be doing. Um, so, you know, Activision controls all of the games. The games haven't been going fantastic in terms of, um, quality. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of bugs, been a lot of glitches. I think they're just trying to get new eyes on it. Um, I feel like they're trying to actually listen to the community, especially in lieu of, um, the recent lawsuits and, um, allegations against not, not, not only the old CEO, but also the new one now, um, I think they're just trying to keep their community happy and try to try to save their asses. And part of that's going to come with making their quality run better. Like just make sure that they put out quality content. That's kind of what I thought they were just kind of clearing the map for uh, the next project. Yeah. Maybe trying to move out of some of the old QA testers just because of everything that happened. And I mean, obviously they're under fire for not having an anti-cheat. Yeah. Nobody's happy about them not having an anti-cheat. So, which speaking of which, uh, releasing on december 8th 21 uh is going to be the new caldera i think i'm saying that right caldera 
um, Warzone map, which is going to feature a crap ton of new uh, POIs. There's going to be planes. There's going to be possible changes. They haven't quite announced yet, uh, but there's possible changes to the movement as well as... Um, there is a high possibility that if they switch over to the Vanguard uh, engine in terms of movement, there won't be as much ability to slide cancel. Um, you know, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. That's in two days. That's for Vanguard users. If you are Vanguard owners, if you don't own Vanguard, uh, then you can pick up the new map as well as the update for it and everything on December 9th. Um, yep. And then everybody can just go to town this weekend and with that update ladies and gentlemen it's been two years and the game finally released a fucking anti-cheat <laughs> so there you go the ricochet anti-cheat will be coming in the new update it is a kernel driver anti-cheat um so pretty much what that means is it's going to be scanning through your computer looking for files that try to manipulate the game files in call of duty if you want to know more on how that works there's actually a great video on youtube it's the first one that pops up if you google the ricochet kernel driver um they can explain a little bit more in depth but i think it's gonna work i think it's gonna work so i know that it got leaked a little while ago right and they're they're trying to uh they're trying to work from the back end to to cheat into it and and um you know put cheats out for other players here's the problem that i see them running into um, it's really easy now that they have an anti-cheat to update it and counteract those cheats. So I feel like the the um, the possibility of cheaters is going to go down, but also the consequences got higher because if you get caught cheating on the Ricochet anti-cheat, they are doing perma uh, hardware bans. So you will actually have to replace parts of your PC just to play the game again. Is it worth the $10,000 that you're going to have to pay for a new CPU at this point? Uh, with no. the current market, probably not. So I feel like we're going to see a huge decrease in cheating. Even if they have the cheats available, I feel like the the consequences are just too high. Well, and I feel like any game you don't have behind a paywall, you have to have an anti-cheat. You can't be a free game and just let everybody run rampant. If you don't have an anti-cheat, people are just going to do what they're doing now. They get the cheat, they get banned. Oh, I'll just create another email. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. Um but also, uh, in more uh, technology news, not so much um, gaming news, but DDR5 RAM um, has been developed. There's a couple sticks out now. Um, I wanted to go over a few things that you need to know before you buy the DDR5 RAM. Um, one of the big things is you will need a, an entirely new motherboard. They're not quite released yet, and if they are, they're extremely expensive. Uh, even though the sticks look identical, and you think that you could plug them in, they do not work the same. I have an example Wait, different here. form factor. Yes. So, there it is. So, everybody can see it. The gold pins down here, right? Those all power certain chips and, and stuff inside of the stick. And the DDR5, they run differently. So, when your motherboard sends an electronic signal to fire something in your RAM, there's a really high chance that you could short out either the RAM or the motherboard. And there you go. Now you're out $1,000 to upgrade. So even though there is some CPUs that are able to support DDR5 RAM, and there's also um, some boards out there that can also support DDR5 RAM, it's just not a good time to um, 
get into it right now however the speeds and the upgrade probability is going to be huge um, the base storage space on ddr5 sticks is 32 gigabytes um, so as opposed to the standard 8 gigabyte that you have with ddr4 you get 16 16 gigabytes per stick on ddr5 um, and that's going to come at you at the same price as a you know, uh, eight gig. And then also the base clock speeds are higher with starting at 3,600 millihertz instead of capping out, um, at 3,600. So, yeah, I think, I think the only problem is just like any new technology being released right now is how can you get a hold of it without paying a scalper? Cause the last I checked, they were going for like a thousand dollars for 32 gigs on eBay. Hey, and, I'm and glad you mention, mentioned that. <laughs> and not to mention like I was pricing motherboards for DDR five. And, uh, yeah, anywhere from three to five, three to 500. Yep. Uh, so with red talking about scalpers, that is another thing in your technology news, the United States house and Senate are attempting to pass a bill that would outlaw the use of bots to buy up technology, such as graphics cards, CPUs, gaming devices, and the like on the internet. So if that bill gets passed, uh, websites such as, Newegg and Amazon and Best Buy and whatever else you want to use um, will actually be implementing services to help and prevent bots from buying up their stock, which should hopefully make cards and uh, processors more easy to come by for you guys, hopefully bringing the price down from scalpers. Um, that bill has not yet gone through, but if it does, that'd be a huge thing for the community. As long as they can find a way to implement it quickly, I mean, you could see as you know, as soon as six months after it's passed, that yeah. prices on graphics cards go from twelve hundred dollars for a fucking thirty seventy back down to where it should be around five six hundred. Yeah, exactly. Um, so finally, be able to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to upgrade too. Yeah, um, that is everything that I have. Did you have anything else? Um, as far as news, not really. It's been a little slow. I mean, we kind of got all these games released, but we're on the other side of that now. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I really have as far as news. Um, oh, one last thing I almost forgot. Also, uh, Halo Infinite releasing December 8th. That is going to release, at, um, I believe, midnight Eastern on December 8th. Um, I'll have to fact check that, but I looked it up before this and I forgot, but I'm fairly certain that's what it says. So you can pick up, uh, you can finally run through the campaign and you get the entire full game, um, of Halo Infinite that you can check out. You can look at, um, it is going for $60 US as the base price. However, um, it will be a day one exclusive on Xbox Game Pass. So Xbox users and PC Game Pass users, you guys should be able to load into that and pre-save it um, as early as tomorrow night. Uh, this was recorded on the 6th, so as early as the 7th, you should be able to preload it. Um, that being said, I think that's going to be huge. The multiplayer is the fact that that was in beta and it was almost a full release is absolutely wild. So I can't wait to see what they do. Um, with the full release of the multiplayer, all the modes, everything like that, as well as the ranked game mode, what are they going to go with that? Yeah, it, it should be interesting to see like what they can do with the full game now coming out. We could see new modes, you know, like you said, the ranked could be a big thing. I think you see a lot of content creators grinding out ranked. I already got Onyx bitches trying to <laughs> catch me. Um, catch Uncle. Yeah, but there it is. There you guys go. That is your gaming and technology news with uncle legend and red devil on the boulder dash podcast um now anybody in chat 
this is your chance. You got questions, you got comments, you got anything like that. We're going to be reading those. We're going to do that for the next, uh, we'll say 20 minutes or so, okay. or until we get tired. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I do have a couple of questions from my discord. If we wanted to start it off there until chat gets rolling. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, um, Jakey Lakey, he's a friend of mine on Twitch wants to know what upcoming games we are looking forward to. I'll let you go first none of them i don't know um <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> no games. i want to uh, play my old shit there was one actually there's a new battle royale releasing in 2022 that looks absolutely wild i gotta look it up though hold on i'm googling it you go while i look this up okay so for me um arc 2 drops next year so a lot of my games that i'm looking forward to are a little further out so arc 2 is one of them um one of the other ones i'm really looking forward to i'm a pokemon nerd you guys are going to learn that if you keep listening to this podcast. Um, Legends of Arceus comes out at the end of January. I'll be streaming the ever-living hell out of that. Uh, as far as upcoming games, those are the only two that I'm really like looking forward to. Okay. Okay. Other than that, I'll be playing the old stuff, and I'll probably be digging into some Apex. Yeah, here, let me get a game release calendar for upcoming games. Um, game releases. You know what? I use Opera for that, and sometimes there's some like good ones. But I didn't see anything because I was kind of looking before the podcast, get an idea what the hell we're gonna talk about at this point. I didn't see anything. Oh, Rainbow, like, yeah, a Rainbow Six Extraction. That I'm probably gonna try that. So Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be like a um. It's going to have the same elements and implementations like Rainbow Six Siege, but it's going to be in a zombie survival style of game. Um, okay. So it's going to be PvE. It looks absolutely wild. If you haven't already, look up the launch trailer or the release trailer for it because it, it looks insane. Like it looks hectic, chaotic, crazy. It's perfect right up my alley. Okay. That was Rainbow Six. Uh, King Quackington wants to know what is two plus two. Uh, that's easy. That's a six. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> Always twenty-one. Um. Oh shoot! I forgot about it. Sons of the Forest releases in May. Oh, that yeah, that's something I'll probably play. Yeah, that's one that I think uh, I'm gonna try and get a group to run through the entire game with. Uh, try and grind it with four other people because it is going to be multiplayer. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Sons of the Forest is the prequel to the PC phenomenon, The Forest, which was a huge game. Everybody loved it. Um, and Sons of the Forest is gonna be releasing May 20th. I'm super stoked for that. I am down to run with you. I love the forest, so I am more than willing to play Sons of the Forest. Oh, let's get it, Daddy. Um, oh, shoot. In August of next year, Saints Row re releases. It's a revamp a on the series. A re Oh, a revamp. So they're not going to do, like, you're the president and go into space shit? Uh, that's what, like, turned me off? <laughs> they're not going to do... Yeah, so it's back to the roots. Um, you're a, you know, gangster in the city, like the whole nine, they're revamping the whole thing. New characters, new story, new graphics, new everything. Am I able to beat people with a giant dildo bat? That's my only question. If that's a yes, I'm down. Probably dude. It's saints row. I mean, I, I know, right? So. <laughs> um, one thing I did see was a uh, generation zero is coming to games pass. I think it's already there as of today. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything about this, but apparently there was a big update for it. And 
something I'll probably end up picking up and trying. It's like an 80s style sandbox, open world building, but like the robots took over the world. So you're kind of surviving, gathering, and building your base. Looks uh, kind of promising. Yeah, there you go. Um, yes, King, uh, any viable answer to 2 plus 2 would be 6, 21, or fish. Fish works too. Right. Yep. Fish works too. Uh, I think those are most of the games I'm excited for, though. I can't find that Battle Royale. Um, is this it? I can't ever find. <laughs> I, it's one of the things I usually get excited when I see it like a day or two before launch. Yeah, it it's releasing in 2022, but it's like um, it's a more tactical variant on Battle Royales. It's not as crazy and hectic, and a lot of it's based more on uh, positioning and and um, working together as a team. It's got huge uh, team play elements in it, um, but it's set. It's kind of like um, it's set in kind of a world like the Division. Did you ever play those games? Yeah, I did. I played some. I didn't play a lot. It's kind of set up like that. Um, okay, but open world and uh, battle royale. Um. Yeah, and then I guess that's wait. Yeah, as far as Discord questions, a lot of the other ones that I had, we kind of already covered earlier in the podcast, just thoughts on Vanguard and 2042. Um, yeah, anybody in my chat, you guys got anything you want to ask? Now is the time. Yeah, any questions? Um, you know, maybe you guys are tired. You ain't got to you ain't you got to ask a question. We just want to open it up. Um, I didn't have anything in my Discord. Um, yeah. I mean, um, if we don't got any more questions, then uh, this might be a good place to wrap her up. Redline, we have different... I have two cameras. So Red has my other camera, and I have my camera that I normally use to stream. And we couldn't quite get it perfectly dialed in, so we just went with it. First episode, we're allowed to have some uh, some uh, balderdash in our podcast. Do uh, do fishes see water? Do fishes see water? Pretty sure they don't. I don't think they do because they can't see glass. Yeah, it'd be like us seeing air. Do you think they see air? Do no, they... I said it would be like us. Do you think air. fish stick their head up out of the sea and they're just like, holy shit! That could be. What if it is? <laughs> Wouldn't that fuck with them? Yeah, they're like, oh my god! It just completely clouds their vision. It just looks like a... I don't know. That'd be wild. Um, Vacation Gaming Vacation says, will we get to see you guys pole dance? Um, probably my next drinking stream that'll happen. <laughs> the odds right, are pretty high. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I'll... I mean, I was already busting it down when I was drunk last time, so I can't. Pole dancing wouldn't really be that far fetched. Yeah, I mean, I was going to install a pole back here and be twerking it for the audience, you know? Yeah, I mean, let's be real here. Like, between the two of us, you will, I guarantee that pole dancing will eventually happen on one channel or the other. Yeah, uh, it's almost certain. Yeah. Um, I think that's good, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end sure. the recording here shortly. Um, okay. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who showed up. I hope you all enjoyed um, the live Balderdash episode one or the Balderdash podcast episode one. 
Um, to everybody listening to this uh, on the recording, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, you can find both of our socials um, at uncle underscore L3Gend um, on – or wait, do I have an underscore? Shit. You do have an underscore. And, and my Twitch or my Twitter? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Do you have an underscore? Yeah. E- we're no, gonna we be we're, we're gonna be making okay and, and stay tuned for episode two because I'm gonna make full social accounts for the Boulder Dash podcast um, and you'll be able to find links to all of our our personal socials any of our guest hosts you're gonna find um, uh, guest hosts like history and everything if you yourself want to be a guest host on the podcast there's only two requirements one you have a working mouth and two you have Discord. Um, other than that, we don't have any other type of requirements. You I just have to go to the Discord, either the Devil's Den or Uncle's House. Uh, both Discords are in our Twitch channels, respectively. And let us know that you want to be a guest. Um, as for our schedule on streaming the podcast and where the podcast is going to go in the future, um, stay tuned to both of those Discords because we will be announcing Episode 2 Um on there it's either i'm gonna make it easy for you guys okay it's going to either launch on thursday or monday we haven't decided yet um but just watch for the noties um and other than that i think we're good yeah so just just a big thank you to both of our communities without you guys obviously we wouldn't be doing this shit and anyone listening um post stream here um appreciate you thank you so much for taking the time and just hearing our two wacky asses say stuff i mean at the end of the day it's just something we wanted to do we like talking and here we are exactly and as they say in coney island fuck your life (laughs) bing bong